When you think of how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel and spoiling your grandchildren. (laughs) But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived. And boomers are shocked to see one-third of their hard-earned retirement money going back to Uncle Sam. Bruce Smith and the team at the Wealthcare Investment Center have created a new website that can help. LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com What if you could protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax increases? Learn how you could potentially kick Uncle Sam out of your retirement. LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com When you look at yourself in the mirror, how would you describe what you see? I'm sure there's all kinds of adjectives you would use to describe it, but I'll bet one of them isn't the word millionaire. There's one person who would, and that's the government. It's time for Get More Retirement Radio with Bruce Smith. That's the reality of what we call the unseen millionaire. You don't see yourself that way, but when you hit that kind of wealth, you need a higher level of planning, a higher level of management for that wealth, and you better have a tax plan. It's time to ask the question, how much more can you get? It's time for Get More Retirement Radio. Hello again. Welcome to Get More Retirement Radio. You know what I'm thinking of as I was saying that is uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! My name is Randy Cook, uh, alias Hello, Mrs. Doubtfire, and we're here with Bruce Smith of the Wealthcare Investment Center. How are you, Bruce? Who is the uh, Robin Williams? Did that? I know that. That. Okay. Do I look that silly? (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Who is the? Oh, Julia Childs. It sounds like Julia. Yes. Yeah. He did it very. We take the turkey. And we split it in half so we can put it on Bruce's smoker. Yes. I remember Dan Aykroyd when he did that. He cut himself on Saturday Night Live. Oh and the my blood god! Was all yes. over the place. Like, oh yes. my gosh! You don't want to look at the date of when that happened I'll because bet. you're going to feel really, really old. Yeah, I bet that was 30 years ago, maybe more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well. Anyway, how are you today? I am good. Right. I uh, I had a road trip uh, last week uh, that I will share with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was growing up, there was this little deli that uh, had kielbasa, okay? And and the gentleman, I mean, they, they made it from scratch. It was fresh kielbasa, and you knew it was a real deal because when you put it in the pan, when mom would cook it, the whole house would turn into a giant garlic factory, right? <laughs> okay. So for years, I have searched for that original type good kielbasa. Mm-hmm. And so a buddy of mine was talking about, hey, a friend of mine brought this stuff in and he cooked it. And oh my God, the garlic. I went, whoa, time out. Whoa, where did they come from? <laughs> and it's hidden in a little town in northeastern PA called Shenandoah, which is a little bit of nowhere. It's Kowalanex, Kabasi, epicenter of the universe, literally. <laughs> Dude, they have every. They even have songs on their their website is kobasi.net. It's funny because they have like they have O Kobasi, which is a Christmas. They have all these these Christmas hits. Um, <laughs> it did O Kobasi, the Twelve Days of Koala Necks, All I Want for Christmas, Deck Dem Halls, you know, Kobasi Rock. So they got some great songs. But Love uh, it. Randy, I mean, I have to dig in the freezer when you come up. But uh-huh. they have fresh kobasi, smoked kobasi. They have kobasi jerky. They have kibasi loaf, which is that's that's the bomb. It's a meatloaf wow. made oh, out of kibasi meat, which is phenomenal. 
they have kibasi sticks they have like like kibasi with pineapple in them as a stick which is phenomenal they have everything under the sun i mean they even have like a canadian bacon that's made out of kibasi <laughs> seriously so we made this road trip and and i came home with a cooler full of kibasi and i put it in this fridge over in the in the one studio area and i opened the fridge and i went oh hello <laughs> garlic city <laughs> but uh koala next they've been in business since 1911 phenomenal place and they do not ship you've got to drive there uh, if you, if you want it's going to be my next got, question yeah no they do not ship <laughs> okay so uh but that was the uh, road trip i took the new pastor's he calls himself the pastor's wife which i think is hilarious but basically the husband of, of the pastor right. of the church where i'm going and we walked in there. I mean, it was just literally meat paper flying, everybody wearing masks, wiping everything down, doing a great job. You had to wash your hands in hot water and soap before you went into the place. It was great. But just the smell. He said, oh, if they could bottle this smell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was great. A good road trip, good time, and awesome. uh, back to the real world. All right. Very good. Well, there's always a little food talk here on the show. Recipes we- for retirement. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Something to do, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. All right. Well, there's a lot of people with a lot of questions when it comes to this topic of how we make our way to and through retirement, as they say. And I actually found a question from somebody because, you know, 2020 has been a crazy year, and we're very glad to ring out the old and ring in the new on this one. Oh, how but about it? if you're listening to a show like this, 2021 might be the year that you have targeted on your calendar to retire, and you've been wondering exactly what I should be doing. So in a lot of these uh, different message boards or online uh, financial things, they have a Q&A column. And I found one in Bankrate. And this is a question that came in from a couple that wants to retire next year. And I want to get your take on this, Bruce. He says, I'm 64. My wife is 63. We plan to retire next year, September 2021. I have a 401k. My wife has a 403b. Together, we have an IRA. This will supplement our social security income and my wife's state pension. So they got a lot of income here. Based on current account balances and projected social security income, we think our money will last 25 years in retirement, taking me to 90 and my wife to 89. How do I lock in my account balances so I don't lose any more in this uncertain future? Or do I leave it as is and hope that things improve? So there's a lot there to digest. What would you say to this person after looking at this? Well, there's a lot of good information there, but there's a lot of missing information there. Okay. First of all, it's speculative when he says, together we have an IRA. I'm assuming he's saying they each have an IRA. Okay. But they're like most people. They have, So they each have a workplace plan and they have a private mm-hmm. retirement account of their own. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that comes together in this is running the numbers. Basically saying, you know, well, based on our calculations, you know, we have enough to last us for the next 25 years. And- that's fine, but you know, what were those calculations? You know, did those calculations include inflation? Did those calculations include <clears throat> taxes? You know, mm-hmm. all of these things, you know, did because I mean, I can't tell you the number of people that they, they love thumb rules. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And they'll say, well, you know, we have $500,000 saved. And if we can get 5%, that'll give us 25000 a year. That on top of Social Securities will be good. You know, well, no, that's not how it works. You know, how do I lock in my account balances so I don't lose any more in this uncertain future? Well, if you're going to lock in those account balances, what's the rate of return you're expecting for locking them up? Because quite often people are, you know, if you get down to the bank, we just had a person that locked up uh, about a quarter million dollars in an account that was paying 1.2%. 
mm. you know, for the next five years. And I'm like, why would that make sense? Well, because it's better than an account making 0.25%. Well, I agree with that. But these low rates of return, does it make sense to lock it up? Now, Warren Buffett made a very bold statement at a Berkshire Hathaway meeting a few years ago. He said that bonds have no place in the average investor's portfolio. And that is so counter to the industry. But, you know, I've followed that mantra for quite a long time. I mean, we we use alternatives in place of bonds and bond funds that lock in the balance, you know, as a starting point, but then it'll generate interest based on how the market does. Now, you don't get all the run-up of the market, but we find that historically, you know, it's been able to outpace and do better than bonds, but still smooth the return of a portfolio. And I talk about that in, in my Create Wealth, Retain Wealth book. So he's taking broad swipes at this because he's transitioning from the workplace and having a workplace retirement and an IRA, each for him and his wife. And he's trying to oversimplify what is a 25-year-plus decision of unemployment because that's what retirement is. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, Him and her are going to be unemployed for the next 25 years. Yes, they're going to have a pension. Yes, they've got projected Social Security income. But do the numbers make sense? And then are you able to squeeze the most juice out of the orange? I think that's the key element here. You know, if you want to maximize your retirement, what's the best way to get there with an adequate or maybe a a superior risk control in the portfolio? I like where he's going with that. But then, you know, are you going to be able to have growth and things that will offset higher future taxes, higher inflation in the future. You know, let's put some stresses on this thing, not just use a singular number that says, yeah, I think I'll be okay. You'll be okay if those numbers come true. But what if they don't? And I think that's the justification for why having a comprehensive tax inclusive retirement plan makes sense. You know, one in four Americans has a written retirement plan, a written financial plan. The other three quarters don't. You know, so the question is, why don't you? You know, let's put those numbers to test and have a written plan that really goes forward. And then let's find a way to squeeze the most juice out of the orange. That'd be my response to that reader question. Well, I think I like to read between the lines a little bit here because, I mean, in a couple of things here, he's got a 401k, a 403b, an IRA, a pension, and a social security. So there's five different places there to pull income from. Congratulations. You've done your job. You've done what you're supposed to do to get ready for retirement. Two of these things are generating a check, a pension, and a social security. Three of these things are not. They're just piles of money. So there, right there, he wants to know how I'm going to get paid. But what he says here, how do I lock in my account balances? Which to me means these three accounts, the 401k, the 403b, and the IRA, he's seen go up and down. And he doesn't like it. And he wants, he, he said, if I could just lock in these numbers that I have now, I think I'll be okay. And that's kind of what he's saying. So I think he's a little market adverse. I think he's, he doesn't like, he's at a point in his life where he doesn't want his money to go up and down. He'd like to see it go up, but he doesn't like to see it go down. And I think that, that kind of shows what he's after here. And then at the end, he says, do I leave it as is and just hope things improve? What's he hoping improves? The market, Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, he's he's basically saying, you know, I I hope that our life gets better, that society gets better, that all the things that are that are making twenty twenty such an ugly year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just lost Chuck Yeager for God's sake. I know. You know, I mean, I mean, just wow. I mean, who haven't we knocked out this year? This is getting stupid. Yeah. Come on, Betty White. We're counting on you for twenty twenty. <laughs> you got to make it you know? through, girl. You got to make it through. You got to carry <laughs> us on. You know, lead us out of this year. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, I mean, hope is not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> hope is is not the way to go. I mean, that's why it's important to say if the markets are average, it looks like this. If they underperform, it looks like this. If they're strong, it looks like this. And this is where I think that type of planning really would help someone like this. Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, if I do stay with the market, not just leave it as it is, let it ride, and whatever will be, will be. No, that that is a bad, bad idea. Do not do that. Mm-hmm. Let's put some stresses on it and see what it looks like. Because, you know, the, the trick is this. If you're doing wealth planning, sometimes people ask questions they don't want to know the answer to, <laughs> okay? You know, and they'll say, well, I have enough money for retirement. And in a way, that's kind of what this guy is, is really basing all right. this on, is will we have enough money for retirement, okay? So if you ask the question, and if we take salesmanship out of this, so he's not getting sold a product as a magic solution or a magic bullet for this whole thing, and say, okay, Let's stress test. Let's find the breaking point. Let's find the weak spot in here instead of just saying, oh, yeah, I think I'll be okay. So whenever you apply inflation, whenever you apply taxes, when you apply higher tax rates, when you look at considering the the premature death of a spouse, I mean, these are important things. You can only do that if you have comprehensive planning. So if you do all of that, you kind of remove a large component of that hope factor and replace it with a knowledge or an awareness factor. That's why it makes sense to have a plan. You know, we've got some interesting stuff developing at Wealthcare that we're going to be making a big announcement after the first of the year about how more people are going to be able to have those types of plans. Stay tuned. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. But the idea of, it's like, if I can hold on to what I have. Now, interestingly, what is removed there, what is missing is whenever they say I lock in my account balances so I don't lose any more of this in the future, you could put it in a, I mean, if you had a tax controlled shoebox, you know, that was okay to receive an IRA and not and generate immediate taxation, would you be satisfied with a zero return for the rest of your life? I mean, that's the beginning of the trade off. You say, okay, I want to lock something up. Okay, you can lock it up, but then do you want it to grow? Now, sure, we all want to lock it up and have it grow at 12%. No, that's not going to happen. That's where we come in and we start saying, okay, you want to squeeze the most juice out of the orange. You know, if I'm going to have money as a principal protected asset, and that's what he's talking about here, is how can I protect my principal? But then we want to add the two additional saying, what opportunity do I have for growth? And can I protect that growth when Mm -hmm. it's awarded to me Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't go backwards? Because if I'm trying to offset inflation, inflation keeps going. And then if I had, oh, I have that extra money now to offset inflation. And, oh, that went back to the beginning. I didn't lose any principal, but I lost my gains. So principal protected assets, the ability to protect the principal, the ability to protect the gains as they're credited to you, it can be very significant in a scenario like this. You know, and if you're out there listening today and you say, wait, you know, that's probably the one thing when people read my book, that's the page that they always bend. That's the thing that they always circle. That's where they bring out the highlighter and they're like, Bruce, what is this principal protected asset stuff? I've never heard of this before. I had been a broker for 13 years when I became vice chairman of Investors Capital in Boston, and I had never heard of such. I mean, that was a foreign concept. I mean, I had millions and millions of dollars of clients' assets, and I had done what everybody does. I had the pie, and you have some equity stuff in the market, and you have bonds over here, and that's all you have. Then I started working with wealthy people, and I got to see inside their portfolios. I mean, what a great educational opportunity it is. And I see how people are, you know, what they've put in place 
to conserve the wealth they have in downturn markets. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> wait a minute, how, how can I have been in this business for 13 years? I've risen up through the ranks, you know, and all of a sudden I, now I'm seeing a totally different design of portfolios. And there's many, many ways that that occurs, but principal protected growth, and we've been using it for 23 years in building portfolios for our clientele, but we use it predominantly as a bond replacement element. Today, if you own bond funds and we see interest rates ticking up, that will send bond fund values down. So you actually will see you know values going down in your accounts because of rising interest rates. We replace that interest rate risk with things that are linked to the market, whether it be the Dow, the Nikkei, the S&P, whatever. We can gain interest, you know, so a portion of the gains from that, but have no principal loss. And then we examine ones that do not have management fees. So we also are able to mitigate cost as far as the overall portfolio management. So there's ways to do it, but that's probably the biggest aha moment, I guess, that people get when they read my book. They're like, hey, you know. I mean, I see here you have Roger Ibbotson, you know, economics leader from Yale talking about this. You've got, you know, things that Buffett is talking about. I've never heard of that. Why haven't I heard of that? You know, it's not something the average investment person deals with. We were fortunate to learn about them. We've been utilizing them for over 20 years. We have a great track record with them. We can't predict the future, but, you know, we know that no matter what happens, I mean, whenever the, the crash occurred in March, those accounts, you know, and we're north of $100 million there, didn't lose a dime. We know those accounts didn't lose a dime in 2008. The phone calls we got when the market was tanking in 2008 and sometimes repeat calls, you know, because that was a three or 400 day drop over time that the market was going down. It's like, I really haven't lost money on that part of my portfolio. No, you have not. So when he talks about lock in, there's other ways to get there instead of just, you know, taking the whole retirement account and putting them in a CD at the bank or something like that. There is so much in this small paragraph of this couple that wants to retire in September of next year. If you just joined us, there's a couple here. They've got a 401k, a 403b, an IRA, a pension, and a social security payment for both of them. So they've got all of this income and they're wondering if they're going to be okay. They're saying, if I just hold on to what I have right now, I really believe I'm going to be okay. So there's two things there. You may be feeling the same way. I've done my work, man. I've saved, I've tried, I've sacrificed, and I've put money in that 401k, and I have savings. Is it going to be enough? Well, there's one way to find out. You can test it. You can have Bruce and the team at the Wealthcare Investment Center test it under good markets, bad markets, flat markets, with inflation, with a tax increase. One thing that he says here is, if I could just hold on to the balances that I have. Well, he's got a 401k, a 403b, and an IRA. He doesn't really own all those balances. The government owns part of those balances, and he's not counting on that either. That's one of the things that Bruce will help you analyze. Here's a place to start if you want to run the numbers. Test your retirement. Look for the flaws. Look to see if there's something you have overlooked and find out if you're going to be okay. That's the number one question. Am I going to be okay? Go to LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com. LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com. Bruce has talked about his book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. You can download a portion of the book right there that I think you'll really be interested in. You can check that out right there. You can see another video of Bruce explaining the process. And then there's an opportunity for you to make an appointment there. And you can do that 
virtually. We do, we're doing like 80, 90% of our appointments now virtually. A lot of people are, are liking that. And so we can do that for you. And let's run your numbers. There's no reason to overpay taxes in retirement. And there is every reason in the world for you to sit down with somebody and say, yes, the numbers work. Or we've got to make some adjustments here to make these numbers work. Give it a look right now. LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com or 888-888-5601. Give us a call. Let's get on the calendar. 888-888-5601. Bruce, I'm just going to keep going with this because I'm just seeing so much in this small paragraph here. You know, the uncertainty of some of this money, the 401k, the 403b, the IRA. I mentioned that Uncle Sam has got part of that money. Social security, there's some uncertainty there. People are uneasy about that. And then it says that she has a state pension. And then you wonder, I mean, private pensions, a lot of times you sit down with people and say, maybe we should get this money under your control. Do you say the same thing with a government pension, with a state pension? Do you say the same thing there? Well, I mean, the thing is, typically in a state pension or a government pension, they're kind of a lock-in. Mm-hmm. You, know, there's, you, you don't ever see a, a lump sum offer to buy out the pension, things like that, where we can do some really cool tax planning. Gotcha. So those are pretty much givens. Now, what becomes very critical when you have a state or federal pension is the options. The good news is, is that people who have gone before you and had those kinds of pensions, they've asked lots of questions or they've said, well, I don't like the design of this. I don't like the limitations of it's either I get it for as long as I live and then it dies when I die or, you know, 100% goes, my wife gets the same benefit I get. They had very limited opportunities. So there's been a lot of different scenarios now that they'll create, you know, option one, option 1A, option two, option three, option four, option five. And, you know, that is a big decision to make. But it really needs to be a decision made for your overall finances. It shouldn't just be a standalone. You know, I, I tell a story, a very sad story. Uh, many years ago, I had a state police officer, a trooper, who was retiring. And he was a little bit cantankerous. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so in making the decision, he said, I'm going to take the max retirement. I want to get the most money a month I can get. But I said, well, understand something. You've got a wife and two you know, reasonably young children. And if you die, the retirement income dies with you. And his attitude was, I don't care. I've given them this many years of my life. I'm getting every dime I can get from the state. And I said, well, that's not how this, you know, I said, you've got to understand there's other, uh, look, I'm, I'm in great shape, blah, blah, blah. So retired, took it. Six months later, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Three months later, was dead. Mm-hmm. And his family did not get one done. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who literally probably had a pension that, and there wasn't an option back then where you could say, you know, I want to lock in the value of that pension, a half million dollars or whatever it was, so that they would get the residue if something like this happened. And this, this isn't the norm, but the thing is you should integrate this income stream with an overall income plan, looking at all of the assets and saying, what happens if? And that's something that we have, I will say that In the majority of cases where we have consulted with people who have a state retirement, a federal retirement, in over half of the cases, what they end up choosing as their income choice of all the options available in the program, it changes from what it was when they came in the door to our firm till we developed the plan, built that into the overall planning, and they end up picking something other than what they originally were going to go for. So I think that speaks volumes to the importance 
of having comprehensive planning and looking at all the pieces. And of course, we're going to stick in there. You know, what happens if a spouse dies? What if you die with this plan? What does that mean for your surviving spouse? And that's something that I don't think people really, too many times we just micro-focus only on when do I take my Social Security? Then they move over here and say, here's how I'm going to take my state pension. And they'll look over here and they'll say, I have this much in my IRA. The other one is the state deferred comp system. When people retire, a lot of times the state, they have excess leave build up, things like that. You know, what do I do? Do I just take that as a check and take this big tax bill, this big income injection into my overall income stream? Or what can be done? And you can do some some rollover stuff. Now, there we've seen where advisors have incorrectly recommended people to roll that money into an IRA and find out that they want to access that money prior to being 59 and a half. And now they're going to pay a 10% penalty with the IRA where they would not have done that with deferred comp. So we're very well versed and very deep in our knowledge of these types of programs. But again, it should never be a micro-focused or singular approach of only looking at that plan. You really need to integrate it with all the other pieces that are out there and saying, what's the best plan for you to maximize the benefits and to be prepared for some of those unplanned events in life, i.e. The, the premature death of a spouse, something like that, because, of course, one of the Social Securities goes away. A lot of things start to snowball in that case. That's the comfort. That's the freedom that you get by having a comprehensive retirement plan, a written plan, a detailed plan, a plan that will change with you as things change during your retirement. That's the key thing to this. I also see that of the five accounts that this couple is bringing to the table, three of them are tax deferred, meaning he would be a great candidate for sitting down with Bruce and going through the get more retirement process and the tax planning process that we talk about every single week. You may be the same. You may see yourself in this story that you're bringing a lot to the table in retirement. You've done your work, you've done your saving, but a lot of it is in that tax deferred category. Or, or maybe there's a pension in there as well, and there's a lot of questions around that. Give us a call. Let's do your numbers. 888-888-5601, 888-888-5601, or LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com. Go there today. There's a place for you to download a portion of Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. I think you'll really be interested in that. A video from Bruce and an opportunity to make a, a, an appointment on the calendar. Let's do a virtual meeting and sit down and start the conversation. Again, LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com. We hope you're having a happy holiday season and we hope you'll join us next week here on Get More Retirement Radio. This has been Get More Retirement Radio. To find out how you can get more from your retirement, Go to LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com for a free downloadable ebook on how to build tax-free dollars for your future. That's LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Bruce Smith is an investment advisor representative of the Wealthcare Investment Center, a state-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of 
future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Bruce Smith is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Pennsylvania, number 363524. When you think of how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel and spoiling your grandchildren. (laughs) But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived and boomers are shocked to see one third of their hard-earned retirement money going back to Uncle Sam. Bruce Smith and the team at the Wealthcare Investment Center have created a new website that can help. LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com What if you could protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax increases? Learn how you could potentially kick Uncle Sam out of your retirement. LowerMyRetirementTaxes.com